Greetings, and welcome to At Home with Economics. I'm your host, Bo Garcia, Dean of Community Education and Workforce Development at Lansing Community College. At Home with Economics is a space where we explore business, workforce, and community development initiatives and how they impact our daily lives. Today, we will be interviewing a very special guest, my friend and the 52nd Mayor of Lansing, Andy Shore. Welcome, Mayor Shore, and thank you for being with us today. Thanks, Bo. Well, before we get started, just a little bit about the mayor. Now, under Mayor Shore's leadership, Lansing has seen billions in new investments all across the city, either completed or in progress. His administration has increased access to recreational activities for residents and visitors alike with the opening of Beacon Park and the town center on the south side, the new Capital City Market and Rotary Park downtown. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, his administration brought partners together by creating a community response cabinet, issued small business rescue grants, helped residents with food, mortgage, and rental assistance, focused efforts on the homeless, and worked with public health leaders on preventing virus spread. Mayor Shore currently serves on the Accelerator for America Board, the Capital Area United Way Board, the Lansing Promise Board, is a member of the Mayors Against Illegal Guns, and is a founding member of the National Gun Safety Coalition. Mayor Shaw has also been appointed by Governor Gretchen Whitmer to serve on the state's Manufactured Housing Commission. The list goes on and on. But before we begin, you know, Mayor Shaw, can you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and kind of why and how you came to be mayor of City of Lansing? <laughs> well, sure. Well, thank you, uh, Bo, for having me on. Uh, we have known each other quite some time, and, and I know you do wonderful work here at LCC, so I, I appreciate you and all you do for, for our students here. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I love being mayor. I'm in my, my fifth year. Uh, it is certainly challenging, but, but we get a lot of things done. Um, I grew up in New York. Uh, I grew up on Long Island oh. and was there for 17 years and then came to Michigan for college. Um, I'm, a, I'm a Wolverine, so don't hold it against me, um, <laughs> no but uh, came here for college and then right out of college, uh, moved to Lansing. Uh, I, I really, I like the city. Um, I was working for a guy named Gary Peters at the time, oh, right. who is now our U.S. Senator, but he okay. was in the state Senate, um, and just got to know the city and just loved it. Hmm. Um, really enjoyed Lansing. Uh, ran for office as a county commissioner where I served for 10 years, uh, ran for office as a state representative. Uh, and then as, as I was serving in my, my last two years as representative, I had a lot of folks approach me about running for mayor. Right. Um, so I, I decided I would do that. I put my name out there and let the citizens decide, and, and I won. Yep. And then last year I won again. So right. here I am as the, as the mayor of the, of the capital city, the great city of Lansing. And, and again, it's an honor, and I'm, I'm proud to be here. Doing a fantastic job. Absolutely. Um, so kind of along those lines, Mr. Mayor, could you tell us a little about the city of Lansing's goals in relation to economic development? You've had some big wins. We've had some big wins, and it's been great. You know, I, I continually talk about growing the city. I mean, I want to grow all parts of the city, from community services to uh, making sure people are housed. But economic development is a huge part of the growth. Um, it's making sure that we have access to to all kinds of things, whether it's downtown or in Old Town or Rio Town on our corridors. Um, economic development is a huge piece of growing our city. Uh, it provides uh, activities and things to do for for uh, for the for the young and old alike. Mm-hmm. Um, it provides uh, um, a boost to our neighborhoods. It provides vibrancy. It makes people want to come here. Um, so we've done a lot of work on economic development. You know, we've done 
you mentioned it in your opening. We've done stuff all over the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, we, one of the, my prouder projects that, that I was able to be part of is the, the Capital City Market downtown. Oh, um, yeah. We had a, I'd say a food desert. Um, we had right. a, a real open area where there was, you couldn't get groceries. And now we've got this incredible uh, yes. urban uh, Meyer store, which is great. And there's a ho- new hotel, the first one in about 30 years. Right. Um, and some housing that's there. Um, we've done development on the south side, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done development on, in north on the north side. We've got some uh, mixed-use uh, uh, apartments that are going to be opening in Northtown, mm-hmm. uh, right on the border of Old Town. Uh, we opened Red Cedar and finalized Red Cedar and opened that. Right. So it, it's just we're doing work all over the all over the city, um, and the more options people have to shop and to walk and and to go to. Um, the more options they have for housing, um, whether it's it's uh, affordable, whether it's market rate. Um, these are all things that grow the city, and it's all economic development. So true. And, you know, it's so balanced. Mm. It's comprehensive. It's across the board. It's across the city. And it's, you know, it's, it's very, very strategic. Yeah. And kind of along those lines, departmentally, how is the city structured to kind of capitalize upon you know, economic development opportunities, and, and how's your how's your team make this happen? We've got a few different pieces. Um, we have what's called the Lansing Economic Development Corporation, and uh, and they do a lot of our work. We we were partnering with LEAP, the Lansing Economic Area Partnership, which is uh, three counties. We we're partnering with them. Um, we have since uh, split off, and we're, we're doing it on our own and working with LEAP at the same time. So we work regionally with uh, with Bob Trezice and our friends over at, at LEAP. But then we also have our own Economic Development Corporation. Um, not only do we get people who reach out to us who want to do work in our city, but but we reach out to, to folks who we think will invest in the city. We go out to other communities. Um, we do a lot of work to try and, and bring in investments. At the same time, we have a separate development office in our city that deals with housing. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of the, the housing projects, the community development block grants, um, you see a lot of that go through our development office. They do planning and zoning. So that mm-hmm. way we know that there are certain things that are expected in certain areas. You're not going to have a, a big factory in the middle of a neighborhood. Right. You have to have the appropriate <laughs> planning. Right. So we've got a planning and zoning office. We have a development office. And then we have our economic development corporation all working hand in hand yeah. um, as we as we grow the city. Highly collaborative. I've been a part of a number of those meetings in the, over the course of years. And Highly productive, highly efficient, very strategic, very well designed. You kind of along those lines, you know, how, how does the city partner with perhaps federal or state government and private sector? And, and what type of tools uh, does the city have at its disposal to kind of make some of these these things happen? We partner with uh, with all three, with all you know, with all of those. We partner with the federal government. Uh, we work very closely with HUD, the Housing and Urban Development. Um, they provide economic development dollars. They provide. Um, dollars for uh, uh, affordable housing for uh, for low income housing. Um, we partner with MISHTA, mm-hmm. the State Housing and Development Authority, very closely. We work with the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned you know incentives. Uh, we work with when you when you build in a city, um, you can a developer can build in a in in a, a township a, a greenfield area and mm-hmm. just build right upwards. Mm-hmm. Um, if they want to build in a city, a lot of times there are extra costs to mm-hmm. rehab a building or to uh, clean up uh, environmental contamination. Mm-hmm. So we have what's called a brownfield tool. And the brownfield tool allows us, if someone comes in and says, you know, it would cost me $100 in in this, this green space, mm-hmm. but $200 to do it in the city, but I want to do it in the city because mm-hmm. that's where the people are, it's where the density is. Right. Um, we can say, okay, 
you're going to build, you're going to spend your $100, and then we're going to get new taxes from that because it's it's occupied land. And mm-hmm. we'll take from those new taxes, we'll reimburse that extra $100 you have to spend because mm-hmm. of cleanup. Um, so they'll still invest, but we'll also be able to help out um, to equalize for developers to make sure they can develop in our city. So we do that a lot. Um, right. We have an obsolete property tool called the Obsolete Property and Rehabilitation oh. Act, and that right. will um, freeze taxes where it's at for buildings that are there. Oh. And then um, we can put those dollars back into the building and help out um, folks who want to redevelop. Um, we have some housing incentives. We have um, beautiful. We have all kinds of different tools that we can use. Um, we have some grants. We have some loans. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of loans, micro micro mm-hmm. enterprise loans, small business loans Great. to help out small business owners. So. We use as much of that as we can um, as we try and help. Now, it's not giving away tax dollars. No, no, um, no. It is, uh, it's, it's making ends meet in the proposal. It's, it's mm-hmm. closing a finance gap. If someone can come to us and say, you know, I need, uh, I need to spend X dollars to do this project, but I only have this much, we mm-hmm. help to close that finance gap. And then again, yeah. if it's a loan, we get it back. And, mm-hmm. um, but we don't give away tax dollars. We, we do right. what we need to do to make projects happen. Otherwise, there will be no tax dollars at all. Thank you for explaining it that way. <laughs> that is that is so important for our listeners to understand. These are not costs. These are investments. Mm-hmm. And it's a collaborative effort between, you know, public and private sector. So it's a win-win for the entire community. We, be, we see development, increased taxes, increased support for resources for the community. You know, it, it, that's textbook. That's great. Thank you. Thank you again yeah, for, we, for taking I mean, time. we would certainly love for people to come in and just build and we don't have to help. But they won't because they sure. can't make it work. I was in Austin, Texas, and you know they were they had developers coming and they were just building up on these empty lots, and, mm-hmm. and we'd certainly do that too. Sure. But we are a, a built environment, so you have to to help out to make costs work in a built environment. Absolutely, and this is it's, it's working. It's it obviously is, working. It is working. Yeah. So, kind of to that end, can you give us a perhaps an example of how the city of Lansing capitalized upon an uh, economic development opportunity recently? Yeah, we've done uh, quite a few. Um, we had a, an announcement, I don't know, a few weeks ago um, with a company called Neogen. They do food testing. Yes. Um, and they've got their international headquarters is right here in Lansing. And they wanted to build a, you know, a, a $70 million um, building mm-hmm. and, and put something like a few hundred jobs in there. So mm-hmm. we were able to utilize the Brownfield tool where we gave, uh, I don't know, seven or $8 million in future taxes that's going to be generated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation did the same. Mm-hmm. So they're still going to spend, you know, 50, whatever million. And then we put in some in for future taxes. Mm-hmm. And so does the MEDC. Um, and now we're going to get a few hundred, you know, very good jobs and, mm-hmm. and, uh, a, a new building, um, you saw it with uh, with GM. Mm-hmm. You know, we're bringing in right. one of the only battery plants in the world, right, right here into Lansing. Right. Two point seven billion with a B dollars in investment. Seventeen hundred jobs. Um, so we had to give them uh, a, a property tax uh, incentive, mm-hmm. which was not a lot. Um, sure. The state gave them uh, some incentive dollars and then helped mm-hmm. out us with infrastructure because you have to be able to power that. Sure, sure. Um, and now here they're coming, and, and uh, yeah. we're working with them, and we're you know you're gonna have 1,700 more people oh, yeah. in the region who are gonna be here and, and be active and, and um, get great jobs. And some yeah. will live in Lansing, some won't, but it's just gonna be a great thing for the region. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we're excited, and the plant's gonna be in Lansing. It's in Delta. Township, right. but it's in Lansing right. territory in Delta right. Township. 
And uh, so we're really excited. So again, we utilized city and state tools for that. And we partnered with Delta Township in mm-hmm. a regional way for uh, a tax sharing agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really was uh, an example of, of just a great community coming together. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that, that's a great example. And the engine having been an MSU spinoff, keeping yeah. them here and, and, uh, and as you said, you know, Ultium, you know, you've got 1,700 new manufacturing jobs. Think of all the spinoff jobs that are going to occur from that, small businesses that will be started because of that. Yeah. But for these new manufacturing jobs, small businesses that will be sustained from that, I mean, what a, you talk about an investment. That's textbook. Yeah. Well, and we also, we do think there's going to be lots of spinoff. You're 100% right. Um, I know LCC will be very involved, which yeah. is helpful. Um, we also know that um, that because of this, it's going to make sure that our, our two assembly plants are very likely to, you know, to, to be active. Um, right. When you're building batteries somewhere, you don't want to transport, you don't want to transport them too far. Right. So we expect that they'll be transported to cars that are being built Lansing Grand River downtown or Lansing Delta Township right next door to the battery plant. So we're really excited for the future of those plants as well as spinoffs, as well as, you know, the, the building of the Ultium battery plant. Yeah. All of it's going to be incredible. Incredible. And, and you just- just filling the supply chain. That's right. Yeah. So, so along those lines, um, why are these partnerships important to our listeners you know, in relation to you know, how it affects their employment, wages, education, poverty levels, crime rate, et cetera? Absolutely. Well, it's, it, it's all of this economic development means, A, it means jobs. Yeah. Um, so we have just an incredible number of jobs that are available. Um, it means good paying jobs. Um, and that you know keeps people out of poverty. When you when you have the skills and you have a, a Lansing Community College, you have um, the the folks that can train uh, and then come out of LCC and and uh, and go right into the job force. You know, for me, right, my kids are in the Lansing Public Schools. They can graduate. They can go to LCC for free with the Lansing Promise. They can get trained up. They can come right out and have these skills where they're ready to go. And and we have that here that, that really others don't have. So it's a win. It's a win with education. It's a win to get bring people out of out of poverty and to help mm-hmm. them. Um, it's a win with with um, profit and it's a win with you know everybody wants to make money, right? That's that's uh, that's how we, we live our lives and it's uh, an option to be able to to do that. So the investments that we bring in when we say two to three billion dollars of investments, mm-hmm. that leads to jobs, it leads to money money back into the community, it leads to tax dollars so we can provide police and fire yes. and code compliance and Absolutely. parks and, and all of that. So it's all a kind of a cycle where the more economic development you have, the more opportunity, the more dollars um, for people and for government. Um, that's how you you really uh, grow a, a community. And that's uh, mm. that's what we're relying on. Boy, I tell you, that is a great return. You talk about return on investment. There it is. Day, in our daily lives, things that we notice and, and don't even notice along the way, yeah. but for these types of investments and collaborations, might not be here. So, you know, Mayor Shore, are there any economic or societal trends that you see emerging that perhaps our community members should take into consideration as they're planning their education or changing careers or upskilling or anything along those lines? Here we see a lot. You know, we, we certainly have a, um, we have state government, which is our biggest employer. So the opportunities um, in public service and, and in any of the areas, whether it's agriculture, whether it's, you know, IT, it doesn't really matter. We have opportunities in state government. We're seeing IT jobs becoming very popular. 
Um, we have a company called Dewpoint here that that mm-hmm. uh, is incredible, and they do a lot of work. Um, and we have you know Liquid Web, we have mm-hmm. uh, ACD Net. We've got a whole variety of these these uh, technology companies, mm-hmm. which have been fantastic. Um, healthcare, yep. um, we know we we just saw you know multi uh, multi multi million dollar right. uh, seven hundred million dollar new hospital that was built and yep. then uh, in McLaren yep. over on the east side and southeast side. And now Sparrow is going to be putting several hundred million dollars. It's their property downtown. Yeah. Um, so we're seeing whether it's doctors, whether it's uh, researchers, whether it's it's uh, um, uh, facility workers. Um, we know that there's a lot of healthcare jobs available um, right here. Um, we have a, a capital area, Michigan Works, mm-hmm. that helps people to retrain and that helps to match them with jobs. Um, the unemployment rate is, is going down right. because so many jobs are available. We're seeing staff shortages in right. every industry, so people can kind of uh, pick their pick what they want to do um, and make some money doing it. Right. So um, there's lots of different opportunities right now, almost anywhere. If you want to come work for the city of Lansing, <laughs> we have many jobs available. We have engineering jobs. There we have, is. you know, you name it. Um, everybody right now is, is hiring. So this is a good time to figure out what do you love? What yeah. do you want to do? And then go out and find that job. That's great insight. Thank you. Well, last question there is, uh, is there anything else you'd like to share in relation to your economic and community development plan for the for the city of Lansing in the future. Well, you know we we have a lot going on. Um, we we want to um, we're out recruiting businesses to come here. We're restructuring buildings. You know we we have been challenged in parts of our downtown because uh, state employees went home for the pandemic and they're only half about halfway back. So our downtown has been a little bit challenged. But we're doing some conversions. Um, we're creating a lot of housing downtown. Mm-hmm. We want to double the housing downtown because the Wonderful. more people you have living downtown, the more people that are walking and walkability and, and shopping at the shops. Um, you see a lot more nighttime and weekend traffic. Um, so we're, we're doing some work there. We're doing a lot of work on the corridors. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of work on the on the Saginaw uh, corridor, a lot of work on the MLK corridor. Um, Michigan Avenue is going to see millions of dollars in improvements. And uh, so there's just there's going to be work going on everywhere. Like you said before, it's it really is focused focused everywhere, you know, from the, the west side to Michigan Avenue to Kalamazoo, where Allen Place just opened up new, you know, new yeah. apartments and services. The south side, whether it's it's MLK or Pennsylvania, Cedar, um, it's going on everywhere. It's going on the north side with mm-hmm. uh, over uh, the old Masonic Temple and in Old Town um, going north. So there's just... There's tons going on. There's 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 so much that you can't even kind of put together a list and talk about it in a show. Right. Um, but we're going to keep pushing for all of that. Um, and then, of course, our, we're we're working on a new performing arts center. Right. And uh, that is probably one of my my most exciting things right now. Yeah. Um, getting a new uh, concert hall right downtown where people don't have to go to Grand Rapids and and uh, and Detroit right now. They can stay right here, and it'll be a great boon for our our downtown and for Rio Town. Um, so we're working on a lot of things, a lot of pieces at play and we're real busy, but, um, it's good stuff. Wow. Wow. <laughs> we could talk for another <laughs> hour about this. What a great conversation. You know, thank you, Mayor Sheriff, for, for taking time out of your, your very busy schedule to share your thoughts with our listeners today. And thank you all for the pleasure and privilege of your time. This has been your host, Bo Garcia, and I look forward to sharing time with you again soon. Have a tremendous day.